Welcome to the podcast. I've spent a lifetime training to save lives and have done so in various circumstances. Today, I want to share a thought that's been in my head lately concerning active shooter events. That thought is, at this point in time, do I want to save people? The Dr. Reality Vodcast with Dave Champion. Let's start with this. I'm a former Army Airborne Ranger and former law enforcement. I've taught firearms, tactics, and use of force the better part of my life. I have trained extensively in the techniques for taking down an active shooter, as well as the best ways to shoot within a panicking crowd. I have taught these skills to police, military, and civilians. My point in sharing that background is I am well-trained to go after an active shooter if such an event occurs at a location where I'm present. It should go without saying, I always carry a firearm. Throughout my life, I've always had the mindset that when a violent felon goes after innocent people, I should apply my skills to save the innocent. Until lately, that was what one might consider a defining aspect of who I am. It never occurred to me not to defend the innocent. Yet, it wasn't just about defending the innocent. There was also the aspect of taking on those who find it acceptable to get what they want by doing violence to others. I consider the world is a better place without such people in it. So, if they give me the opportunity, the legal green light, to act against them with deadly force, I'm fine with that and always have been. I'm not one of those people who feel any loss of life is a terrible thing. I have no problem sleeping at night. But lately... I've been wondering if I want to save people who, in the past, I've lumped into this category of the innocent. They may be innocent in terms of having done nothing to the active shooter, but are they, in a broader sense, really innocent? Putting a finer point on it, do I want to put myself in harm's way for the kind of people I see all around me who, up until recently, I would have considered innocent in the context of an active shooter event? Do I want to save the life of a person who is rabidly anti-gun and has spent decades working to eradicate my right of self-defense? Do I want to save the life of a person who thinks the answer to America's problems is more socialism? Do I want to save the life of a person who thinks Anthony Fauci is a wonderful human being who is just looking out for the best interest of the American people? Do I want to save the life of a person who believes Donald Trump declassified documents simply by saying the word declassified in his head? Do I want to save the life of a person who thinks politicians should be able to tell me how to live my life because of the notion of man-made global warming? Do I want to save the life of a person who would look at me and assume I'm ignorant, make poor choices, and I'm of low moral character because I'm covered in tattoos? Do I want to save the life of a person who believes those who decline to get injected with an mRNA vaccine should be removed from society? Do I want to save the life of a man who's been secretly sexually molesting his stepdaughter or the girl's mother who's been looking the other way? Do I want to save the life of a person who's been taking contracts away from honest business people for years by bribing the people who award the contracts? Do I want to save the life of the person who's been accepting those bribes? Do I want to save the life of a person who supports and defends government's false narrative that the income tax applies to ordinary working Americans? 
do I want to save the life of a person who advocates government restricting what foods I can buy? Do I want to save the life of a person who thinks masks work and wants everyone forced to wear them? Do I want to save the life of a person who's always going on about how sinful America is while saying the U.S. should nuke the entire Middle East, including 60 million children, because the only good Muslim is a dead Muslim? Do I want to save the life of a person who thinks Edward Snowden is a traitor for showing the American people the U.S. government was engaged in a massive surveillance program that was unconstitutionally monitoring the communications of millions of Americans? Do I want to save the life of a person who thinks censorship is acceptable as long as the people being censored are those with whom he or she disagrees? Do the proclivities I just mentioned deserve a death sentence? <laughs> I'll leave that answer to you, but we're not talking about me harming anyone. The question is whether those proclivities disqualify them from being someone for whom I'd care to risk my life. Another way of asking it is, are the lives of those kinds of people worth the possibility of me being injured or killed? What about the guy who drives 15 miles per hour under the speed limit when you can't pass, but does the speed limit or better as soon as the road widens and you can pass? Should I risk my life to save that guy? How about the person who sees you put your blinker on to change lanes and immediately accelerates to close the gap so you can't get over? Should I risk myself for him? If an active shooter jumps off, and I'm present, how many of the people I put myself at risk to save are exactly the kind of people I have zero interest in saving and perhaps the world would be a better place without them? No one has that answer, obviously. But it's my impression there are a lot more of these people in the world than there were, say, 25 years ago. It seems a lot of people these days are really self-centered and petulant. They don't give a damn about anyone else, and they are, it seems, quite insecure. It's all about them. And that's fine, but then maybe they should deal with their own problems, like being shot by a psychopath at the mall or the grocery store. If you think I'm referring specifically to millennials or Zoomers, I'm not, though I'm sure they're in the mix. Because I mentioned socialism earlier, you may think I'm speaking predominantly of leftists. I'm not, though they're certainly in the mix. I live in a community with lots of elderly retired people. The vast majority are so-called conservatives. These are folks who spent the last 50 or 60 years standing for the anthem, putting their hand over their heart for the pledge, supporting every war the government started, and showing disdain for people who don't think like them. As America moved further and further down the shitter because they were so busy thinking they were the John Rambo of patriotism, they never lifted a finger to do anything meaningful to stop America's decline of personal liberty. And while they utterly fail to stand up for liberty and control government expansion and overreach, they look in the mirror and see the most patriotic Americans that ever lived. And guess what? Their sense of entitlement is through the roof. They are basically self-centered little children in 70- and 80-year-old bodies. Are they any worse than millennials or Zoomers? I don't know, but they're certainly no better. In other words, I'm not talking about age or politics. I'm talking about ignorance and self-centeredness. In people who have a seriously inflated sense of their own worth, am I any better? I'd like to think so, but ultimately that's a question better answered by others, not by me. So what are your thoughts? Should I risk my life to save strangers from an active shooter? If so, why? If not, why? Let me know your thoughts in the comments. 
Of course, there are more ways to save lives than taking down an active shooter. I spent 30 years teaching Americans how to use firearms effectively in defense of self, loved ones, and innocents. Yet my estimate of how many Americans carry firearms every day, other than police and security, is roughly 2% of the population. Probably less than half of those would go after an active shooter in a mall or a large store like Walmart. What's that old saying? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him grow a pair? Something like that. Another way I've worked to save lives is by writing body science. I'm not going to go into a big thing about it here, but all people have to do to become incredibly healthy and live without the needless chronic diseases that have made America the most ill society in all of human history is read body science and apply what they discover. It's just that simple. Yet obesity, insulin resistance, diabetes, hypertension, cancer, inflammatory diseases, cardiovascular disease, Alzheimer's, heart disease, and more are not only running rampant in America, but they're increasing in their numbers every year. Yet every one of them can be prevented by reading body science and applying what you learn. So if a person won't read a book to save him or herself from debilitating diseases, what should I be doing to save their life? If you want to reverse crappy health or remain healthy if living in America hasn't caught up with your health yet, pick up a copy of Body Science. 100% of its reader reviews have been five stars out of five. Getting a copy of Body Science is as simple as going to drreality.news, drreality.news. I'll put the link down in the notes. While you're there, check out Income Tax Shattering the Mist, which conclusively proves in an easy-to-understand way that Congress has never imposed the income tax on ordinary working Americans. Once you've seen what the law really says, you can make up your mind what you'd care to do with that knowledge. So click the link in the notes and get the education of a lifetime with body science and or income tax shattering the mist. Also, by purchasing body science and or income tax shattering the mist, you help me to continue to be here for you with these thought-provoking presentations.